Welcome to the Service Driven Life Podcast. I am your host, Tracy Clark, and I have set up over 4,000 nonprofits and received over $10 million in grant funding. This podcast is designed to highlight community heroes and give tips on nonprofit and service-based business growth. Welcome back, Earth Angels. I hope you are having an amazing first month of the year. Surprise, surprise. We are here just one week later. And I'll be talking about that a little bit or um, a little bit more down the line here. But today, y'all, is our 10th episode. It is our 10th episode. I should have bought my tambourine over here. Um, and we are so excited. And one of the things that we are doing for our 10th episode as a way to celebrate is we are actually going to start releasing podcasts every week. So mark your calendar, guys. Every Monday, you will get a new interview from a successful nonprofit, tip on nonprofit growth, tip on nonprofit mindset, and small business entrepreneurs as well. We'll be giving tips on, um, on just how to create more impact, how to show your impact, and definitely some fundraising tips. So now they are coming to you every week, all right? So if these last 10 episodes of this podcast, if you got anything out of it and you have not had an opportunity to leave a review, please go on over to Apple reviews and leave us a review that really just helps us to grow and helps us to be able to provide more impact. So I have a couple of things I want to share news updates with you guys really quickly, but then we're going to be jumping into four ways to clear the path for nonprofit success, four ways to clear the path for nonprofit success. We've been talking to a lot of nonprofits this month about how their 2021 has gone. And one of the things that we're seeing come up a lot is that life has just gotten in the way. Uh, there has just been, you know, and in the last two years, if your life hadn't gotten in the way of your motivation or of your just time or energy to work on your organization, then that's awesome. <laughs> but for most of us, we have had a moment where there may have been family illness. We may have been sick our own selves. We may have to had to go through quarantine like we had to quarantine our son for a very long time um, because he's in school. And, um, you know, it's just been a lot of changes these last two years. And then the things, the fight financial things and the mindset things or mental health that the um, pandemic has affected as well. There's been so many things that's affected. And one of the things that I learned last year was how to press through even when things were happening behind the scenes. And that was game changing for me. It was game changing. Shout out to our marketing coach, Kat, who helped me <laughs> in getting past that hurdle because y'all, I We'll have to say that there has been times or the way I typically respond when a lot of crisis is going on is I shut down. I typically cannot do a lot of work. I cannot do a lot of marketing. I cannot be of much impact at all. So I'm going to share four ways that you can keep on pushing through even when things are happening behind the scenes. Because one thing that I've realized is that you know, there's always something going on as long as you're dealing with other human beings. So <laughs> they say either you're just coming out of something 
or either you're going through something or either you're coming up to something that you might go through and, you know, be able to learn from and elevate that way. So just being prepared to be able to go through the flows of things that you're not expecting or things changing and still be able to create impact, still staying on your path to success and accomplishing your nonprofit goals is going to be huge. And what I'm getting from a lot of you guys is you are all going through things. And so I just want to, first of all, send prayers, send love, send positive vibes, send comforting um, to you all and to everyone who has went through <laughs> 2020 and 2021, you know? Um, and I also want to leave a little caveat of, I'm going to give you tips on how to press through, but there are times when the best thing for you to do is just to practice some self-care. It may be to take some time off. It may be to clear some things off the schedule and your nonprofit just may not be the priority of the day. And if that happens, that's okay as well, okay? So before we jump into the topic, a couple of announcements. Number one, February, we're going into the new grant season. So a lot of grants, especially small nonprofit grants like the Walmart grant, um, Myers has a grant, all these, all of those, they start back up in February because a lot of them are doing their accounting and end of the year reports and all of those things in January. So I hope that you guys are getting prepared for this upcoming grant season. Um, and on that note, we actually sent out a blueprint shortcut. So you all know about our nonprofit blueprint. Um, it's a seven week course and coaching program on getting you to funding prep in seven weeks. Well, we just created a PDF shortcut by your request um, for our coaching clients. So you guys know that that, can't, that went out over the weekend. And then also we created a directory for the 300, over 300 live videos, interviews, podcasts, and things like that. We've done an easy place for you guys to be able to find them. So that also went out to our coaching clients over the weekend. So if you don't have our nonprofit blueprint and you want more information, you can reach out to us at info at clarkandclark.org. Even if you don't have a nonprofit, we can help you get set up with that as well. Another thing that I wanted to make sure that I told you guys about is, oh, we already crossed off the list that we're going to be here every week. So if you didn't hear, we will be every here every single week, every single Monday, a new podcast will be coming out. So that's super duper exciting. Uh, we talked about the blueprint and making sure that you guys know we now have a PDF. So if you're one of our coaching clients, make sure you reach out to me as well. If somehow you didn't get that email and you didn't know that we now have um, the PDF shortcut. Last thing I wanna mention is we are actually starting next week. Next week, the first week in February, as grant season starts back up, guys, we are going to be running a live workshop seven weeks to funding ready. So if you are already in our nonprofit coaching group, you are already um, invited. That was going to be running on Wednesday. So be on the lookout for the details that'll come along um, in the email. If you're not in it, again, just reach out to us to get some more information as well. And so that's seven weeks to prep your organization fully to be able to start receiving funding. All right, let's dive right in, guys. So what I've been hearing is that life has been getting in the way, that there are things that have just been coming up. Um, and, you know, where it's either pulled you from your motivation or you might just not have had the time, um, you know, or you might not just have had the energy to put into your nonprofit or your small business development or growth. So today I'm going to be covering four different ways or four different tips on helping you power through when things are going on. 
Now, the first thing that I'm going to talk about is the most important thing (laughs) and one of my favorite things to talk about, which is mindset and focus. Mindset, mindset, mindset. Everything that I have accomplished has been based in some way around mindset, guys. So again, do not sleep on the power of mindset. It's so important for you to know how your program is running. And what I mean by program is the actions that you're doing. Your actions are first inspired by a mindset, by a thought. And that thought is what inspires the action. So if you're not getting the results you want, the the key or getting it down to the root would be what is the mindset or what is the thing that you're telling yourself that is causing you to get these results. So for an example, I don't really have a lot of time right now. That would be an example of a thought that may be true, may not be true, but you have to take the time to really examine it. One of the things I'm learning is just to pause in your thought and to really think about it. Do you? Okay, so let's let's do that for an example. I don't have enough time. I don't really have a lot of time. Okay, well, do you have the same amount of time that everyone else has? 24 hours, okay, check. Has other people done things in the amount of time that you have? Okay, check. What are some of the things that you're doing with your time right now that may or may not be able to be cut? Do you have some some, um, extracurricular things you're doing or are there certain shows you're watching or how much time do you spend on YouTube? How much time do you spend on social media scrolling about or doing things that maybe are not related to your goals, your mission, or your vision? These are some questions you want to ask yourself to just discover and to just dig into the different thoughts and find out if they're even true. And then after you find out if they're true, do you align with them? And then are they serving you? And if they're not serving you to find another thought to think about that may be able to serve you a little better. So on that note, the mantra of today's podcast is impacting my community flows smoothly. Impacting my community flows smoothly. I want you to see how that feels. I want you to say it, you know, if you're in a place where you can, if not, say it in your mind. Impacting my community flows smoothly. Why is that true? Number one, if you are impacting and desiring and have ideas to serve an area of the community, that means that you've been called to that area of the community. So if you've been called to serve an area of the community, you have everything it takes to be able to serve that community. So if you're serving the community you're called to, it will flow smoothly. It can flow smoothly. You're the best man for the job. You're the only one that knows exactly how to serve the community that you've been called to serve. So if that doesn't feel good to you, impacting my community flow smoothly, come up with some mantras and some thoughts that you want to intentionally have when it comes to your nonprofit success. You should have that. That should be a plan because if you don't plan out your thoughts, your your brain is just kind of kind of spin out. And <laughs> we all know about that, where you just turn some small thing. I actually, <laughs> funny story, guys, <laughs> really funny story. I had a client the other day that, uh, I will say the other day, <laughs> I had a client sometime this month that actually had come up with a story in their head um, about 
getting approved as a nonprofit organization, that there was a hurdle that they that wouldn't that would allow them to not be to be approved. The hurdle we found out, you know, by the time I got to the message, which was about about um, the next day, they had talked to their self throughout this whole stream <laughs> and talked themselves out of being able to get approved, all to realize the next day that the issue that they thought would be an issue is not even of existence in existence. And how many times have we done that? Have we thought about something? Have we have we sorted through it all to realize that it's not even valid, that it was that it was never a problem. It's like we kind of our mind typically tends to kind of create problems, whether a problem exists or whether it doesn't. A lot of times we are problem solvers. So even if a problem doesn't exist, if your brain is trained to create problems, then that's what your brain will go to. Well, what about this? Well, what about that? So the first thing is intentionally decide what you are going to think and what you are going to believe about your nonprofit growth and what's going to drive you. So come up with your own mantras for your nonprofit. Come up with your own things that can anchor you back to the place of motivation and anchor you back to your why. That's another thing I want to talk about on the subject of mindset is to really think about your why. What is my why? Why am I doing this? Is this important? Is this impactful? And once you know that that's the case, then that just a lot of time drives you as well. So for an example, for me, even just with this particular podcast episode, a big aha that I got when it came to operating with things going on in life, because y'all things be going on. (laughs) Things be going on. I tell you. And like, I get a lot, like I get a lot of people sometimes who mess me like, Oh, you seem so happy. And you just seem so, you know, um, I just see you happy all the time, or just, it seems like you have just a wonderful life and things like that. And I just, I I think that that's awesome. And I, my, that is my go-to. My go-to is joy. My go-to is happiness. My goal is to be as joyful as possible, but don't let it fool you, y'all. Do not let it fool you. That is on purpose. I can operate and I can impact at my max of capacity when I'm filled with joy, when I'm focusing on the positive things, when I'm focusing on gratitude, that is on purpose. I have put that into my mind. (laughs) I've created mantras. I've created a a routine, a morning routine mindset, as far as uh, meditation and listening to podcasts and listening to audible. I'm currently listening to re-listening to, um, the earth is hiring. Um, I'm listening to a 501c3 book. Don't know the exact name of it. I'll tell you later, uh, listening to, um, um, 12 weeks, 12 months in 12 weeks. I believe that's the name the 12 week year is the name of the other book that I'm listening to right now. Um, What else? There's another one that's really, really good. I want to say the the energy of money or something like that. But I'm just constantly listening to things to be able to retrain my own thoughts and to be able to only think on the thoughts that really serve me. So me being filled with joy and me showing up filled with gratitude, which that's the joy and that's the happiness that you see is on purpose and it takes work. It does not just, not just because my life is going wonderfully and everybody's flowing around me uh, like little angels in the perfect synchronicity and, uh, and thus pops this joyful person. And there were times in my life where I would look at other people and I would think that. 
I would think that, oh, wow, they must, everything must just be going wonderfully. That must be why they're like, they, they appear this way and they appear so joyful. And when I realized that everyone has challenges and everyone also has opportunities and things that they can be grateful for. Everyone has challenges. Everyone has opportunities and things that they can be grateful for. When I realized that, and that it's what you focus on. This is something I teach my six-year-old every day. This is something we talk about pretty much. This is, if he doesn't never, if he does not remember nothing (laughs) from his raising with his mama, I want him to remember this one thing. And this is what I'll say, Jordan, what you're thinking about, if you're thinking about the good things, what happens? And he says, it grows. If you're thinking about the negative things, what happens? They grow. Simple, (laughs) really, really simple concept. What you focus on grows. So if you want something to grow, you need to focus your time, your energy, and your mental space on that area. Another little thing I'll touch on when it comes to mindset is remembering you have a limited space. You have limited space. There is only a certain amount of things that you can focus on. You only have a certain amount of things that you can remember. So it's so important we'll get into the other steps to simplify and to alleviate things that no longer serve you. Um, but it's also just important for you to remember that there was a, um, there's a cartoon that I just rewatched called Inside Out. It's an older one. And I just love that cartoon because of the visual. They give like a visual of the girl's mind and she has all these different worlds going on. And it just really allows you to have a perspective of your own mind. And all of the different things that are going on in your mind, your family world, your business world, um, whatever you do in the church or in the community and things like that. Um, maybe your health has a whole world and a whole uh, whole types of thoughts and, um, and things you have to remember when it comes to that. You know, maybe you're in school and you have that thing going on in your mind as well. All of these things take up space. Just like real uh, real estate takes up space. All of these things take up space. So sometimes it's important to know when can you put one area on pause? What are some things that you could possibly cut out? You can't focus on everything. So what can you focus on your most energy on so that you can really create growth in that area? Because a big thing that I see with a lot of nonprofits and entrepreneurs alike is you're focused on so many different things. You want to be, we're going to talk about this later as well, but you want to be, have a YouTube channel, be on LinkedIn, um, be on uh, Instagram, Facebook, be on Clubhouse, be on TikTok. There is no way you can be all in all of those places and be creating and uh, growing at a, at a decent pace, doing it all at the same time. Now you can grow in one area and then focus your energy on another area and then focus your energy on another area. But you can only do so much and your superpower is where you focus. Because if you focus on one thing, then that brings everything together and that thing can really pick up some traction, pick up some momentum, and then you can turn around and add something to that. So that's what I'll say on mindset for now. And we'll go on to outsourcing. That's the number number two. So number one is mindset. Number one is mindset. Make sure that you're intentionally setting your mind on things that's going to help you to grow your business. Number two is outsourcing. 
Um, nonprofits have the mo most outsourcing opportunities than any type of business or any type of individual or any type of institution, because not only do they have the traditional ways that they can outsource, which is staff, contractors, um, and um, interns, but they also have their board members, which are connected to the um, community. They also have volunteers that they can also pull from. So you guys have some additional pools that you can pull from. So don't try to do it by yourself. There are people in your community. If you feel, um, feel passionate about this area of the community, then more than likely other people do as well. So it's important for you to number one, be organized and know what needs to get done for your organization and know what the priorities are. And once you know what those priorities are and if you don't know what those what those priorities are, the nonprofit blueprint is a great way to find out because we just try to make that clear. All the nonprofit blueprint is, guys, is we've taken all of our 15 years of experience, everything we've done and we've seen with successful nonprofits, everything we learned from securing now over $11 million in grant funding, and we put it all together into a blueprint, which would have made it easy for us when we started our first nonprofit. That's exactly what it is. So it just takes you step by step and takes out the guesswork. So again, outsourcing is huge. If you know what to do, but you just don't know, don't have the time to do it, know that you can possibly outsource it. Not only could you outsource it to an individual, you may be able to outsource um, to a nonprofit task to a system or a company. Um, for an example, QuickBooks for your accounting. If you don't already have nonprofit accounting or for small businesses, QuickBooks is an amazing tool. They print out your, your, um, your end of year reports for you. They have all kinds of reports and ways that you can just view what's going on with your money um, inside of there as well. And they're really, really, really reasonable. Uh, not, not to mention they give a nonprofit discount as well. Um, Calendly is another one that I utilize that creates all of my appointments for me. So you're not doing all of that appointment setup. If you have a nonprofit where it's client-based and you may have clients or you may be doing counseling and things like that where you need to set appointments with people. Another thing y'all know I can't mention outsourcing the tools without mentioning it, is Trello. Trello has been like a game changer for me. Uh, shout out to anybody who uses Trello. Literally, we built our whole freaking directory inside of Trello. Um, so is my daily routine schedule. So is my client management as far as managing exactly what where my clients are and what's going on right now, what step of the approval process they're in. We built so many things, guys, in Trello. We built a whole blueprint inside of Trello. If you don't know what Trello is, again, we're not affiliated with any of these companies. These are just things we use. But if you don't know what Trello is, it's basically like a, a giant post board, but for multiple people to be able to be on the same track. So it's like you can put all your to-dos on there. You can put action steps. It's much better explained visually. And most of you guys who are following, if you're in any of our programs, you get a, a Trello board done for you. So you already know what that what it is. Um, but basically, it's able to keep you on the same page with your team. So you all can interchangeably work on projects and you can have more access to knowing exactly where someone is. Um, if they have been outsourced to a project, you'll understand exactly where they're at in the project, what has been, what has taken place. And it makes for that seamless communication, that visual communication, not just an email or not just a verbal, okay? So outsourcing, that's number two. Getting through the rest of them, guys. Number three is simplify, simplify, simplify. Did I say it was my birthday week, y'all? So <laughs> I'm a little extra excited. But simplify, that I love that word. 
I love that word. And our marketing coach, she's all about simplification as well. Um, but until you feel like number one, if you feel like you're all over the place, if you feel like you don't have enough time, more than likely there is something that needs to be cut. More than likely there's too much on your plate. So what you're going to do is you're going to take that plate that's filled all up, the, the daddy plate. <laughs> Growing up, my dad used to make these plates and he would barbecue it. He would give you this plate like you were, that maybe that's part of the problems that I have now, but uh, this plate that as if you were like eating for five or something like that, he would fill these plates up. So, but that's how you all's life plates are. And it's like, there's no way that you can get done everything that you're focused on. There's no way you get done with everything that you have set up for your day. So the only thing, the only thing that's going to really provide relief before you can even add on, before you can even make any traction is taking out and throwing away up oh, that relationship's not serving me up oh, this time spent on that app is not serving me up. Oh, you know what? I really like, uh, what, <laughs> let me see. I really like looking at tidy houses. I really like, um, um, uh, following different vlogs, uh, entrepreneurial vlogs, or I really like, I'm thinking about the things that I actually view. I really like, um, watching campers and nature and how to build houses, um, build houses from barely nothing. It's just entertaining for me, but you know what, how much does it relate to my vision my purpose and what I'm doing right now? And it does not necessarily mean, I also really like to, um, um, what is it called? Uh, not, not crochet. It's punch needle, new little thing I've been doing now is punch needle, um, as well as embroidery. And it doesn't mean cut those things completely out, y'all. It's just like, okay, I really enjoy these things. Number one, let me streamline which one of my little hobbies I'm going to focus on. And then let me determine the amount of time that I have for those things. I may not be able to do this every day. It may be something that I just do on the weekends. So where can you cut off? You know, what, what types of relationships are draining for you? What types of, and this may be a relationship with a person. This may be a relationship with a thing like uh, Netflix binging or YouTube binging. Again, it's all about figuring out what is serving you, taking some time to realize what's serving you and what's not serving you. Not saying any of these things are good or bad. I, a lot of the inspiration I get from comes from podcasts, comes from Audible, comes from YouTube. So you can definitely get some great things from there. There's a saying that goes, we are in a, we're drowning in a sea of, we're floating in a sea of knowledge, but drowning. I'm going to mess it up, y'all. <laughs> Due to lack of, we're floating in a sea of information but drowning in lack of knowledge. That's it. I got it. Hey, we're floating in a sea of information, but drowning due to lack of knowledge. Because if you were just taking on, you can literally find information on anything that you can think of right now at the tips of your finger on your phone. And so if you are easy, we are the most distracted as a nation that we have ever been because of all of the notifications, all of the dings, all of the things. And so if you don't have focus and intention when you are on some of these platforms and when you are connected to, to YouTube or connected to Netflix or whatever the case may be, and you haven't set the time that you're going to be doing that thing, it's very easy for you to just take in and take in and take in. And then you have to look at the, law, the rule of creation versus consumption. Are you consuming more than you are creating? 
a lot of people are consuming and consuming and consuming and consuming. Then they'll get lethargic and sick and bloated because of all the consumption that you think sometimes that even with, I've even overconsumed motivation, y'all like, okay, if I ain't motivated, it's been two hours of motivation. If I'm not motivated by now, then <laughs> it's okay. Another big thing that I'm doing guys is when we're prepping for our marketing, that's one thing we're simplifying. When we're prepping for our marketing, um, if I have once I have some inspirational things that I want to work from, I go through those uh like different real ideas. I'll go through those, produce those, then look for more inspiration. Because sometimes you get stuck in the in the um in the loop of just being inspired and getting inspiration, and you're not you're never actually taking what you have and creating with it. And a lot of you guys have some amazing things to create, but you don't think that you have an amazing thing to create because you're constantly comparing yourself to someone who's already started creating on a daily basis years ago and it's time for you to just take what you know now what you've learned now what you can teach today and create your programs create your workshops create your coaching programs create a podcast create a social media platform where you're able to share and create from what you already know okay so simplify, simplify. What can I take off my plate today? What relationship, what meeting do I really have to be there? Uh, <laughs> there's something that, uh, there's, there's a book that I read. Uh, what is this saying? It's either a, it's either a hell yes or a no. That was the, that was from, it was from one of the books that I was reading. Um, and I was going, Oh, Oh man, I got to remember this one y'all. Um, um, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up while we're finishing up here, but cause it was such a powerful book and I've shared it before. Um, but, uh, but yeah, but they were, it's basically all about simplifying and all about doing, making the most of your time. I'm going to pull it up while we're on here. Um, but one of the things they were saying was, it was a quote in there that it's either a hell yes or a no. If it's not a hell yes, then it's a no. <laughs> and coming from a, coming from a recovering people pleaser, y'all, that can be kind of hard because sometimes it's like, you know, I want to do everything. You want to be in all the places you're, you are happy that you even just got invited or whatnot, but you can't do it all. Know that there's always a trade-off. And when you're doing one thing, that means that you are going to be trading off something that you're not going to be able to do. Your biggest, your biggest um, position and the area you should be focusing the most energy into is making those decisions and deciding what will happen with your time. Because if you don't decide what will happen with your time, somebody else is going to decide what will happen with your time. Okay. So the name of that book is Essentialism. Essentialism. Absolutely love this. If you want to know more about simplifying, just download that book. No affiliation on Audible, y'all, and you will get a lot with that. Um, we're going to move on to the third and to the fourth. Um, oh, I had a couple of simplification questions for you. Action steps. How can I develop today? That's a great question because sometimes we're focused on how can we develop in 10 years? How, what do we want to create in five years? Um, uh, all the things we have to do. How can I develop today? What's one step I can take today that's better than it was yesterday? What is one thing that I can do that will get me closer to my vision today? What is one area that I can improve on today? Okay. Last two things, y'all, and we are going to wrap this up. Number, um, number three is action before perfection. Action before perfection. And that means that, you know what? 
this is the action that I want to take. It may not be perfect because I'm just getting started, but it's going to get better and better as it goes. I'm not going to worry about and ponder or over whether or not it's perfect or whether it compares to someone who's been at it a lot longer than I have. I'm just going to go ahead and take that step. And as I take each step, I'm going to learn more and more. And you don't, your life, things doesn't have to be all together. If you can, you do what you can do. So if things are not all together and, you know, I've had a couple of times where I've done lives or done reels in my car, waiting at the grocery store while my husband's getting something from out of there or um, waiting in the school line (laughs) while I'm waiting to pick up myself from school. Um, So it doesn't have to be, you can say, you know what, I want to take 15 minutes and share more about what my nonprofit is doing about my mission. I want to connect and do a video or whatever it is that you're creating and you're working on right now, give to it what you have. If you have 15 to 30 minutes per day, then that's what you have. And when it's time on those 15 to 30 minutes, you put everything you can into there. And then when it's done, go back to managing all the chaos that's going on. But just give what you have and don't worry about it being perfect. I'll even add one more thing to that and say that, a lot of times the things have been that have been most curated for me and has been most like uh even like photo shoot style, spent a lot of money, did a lot of graphics and stuff like that on it, spent a lot of time on it. Sometimes those are the things that don't get as much engagement. And the things that I'm literally the the live that I did that turned into a reel from the car, like <laughs> That was so, I was so not fully prepared, but I was like, you know what? I have this time now, so I'm going to make the best of it. Instead of sitting here and scrolling, I'm going to go ahead and create. I'm going to go ahead and speak to the people that I know that I've been called to. That thing, and my husband was getting in the back in the middle of the, in the middle of the, he was like, do you want to redo it? Because he was getting in the car, getting in the back, putting the stuff in. He was like, I didn't know you were shooting, you know, but that's the kind of stuff that makes people know that you are real. You are human. You have to go get groceries, (laughs) you know, you do the same thing. You're the same type of person that, that they are. And that inspires them to know that they can also do it. We talked a little bit earlier about, um, your why. And after this last thing, I want to close on my why of you all knowing that You can do this even when chaos is going on. You can do this even as a mom. You can do this when the kids are home, homeschooling because the school's shut down. You can still do this even if things are going on in the background. And I'm gonna talk a little bit more about that in a minute. But the last thing, last step. So again, quick overview, y'all. Mindset, outsourcing, simplify, action before perfection, and you are not alone. You are not alone. If you are passionate about this, there are other people on platforms in your community, maybe even within your inner circle and your family that's also passionate about it as well. Um, But surely online, you can find another or even organization that you can link up with. Shout out to Love to Life, I believe, that linked up with some other nonprofits in their area. And they've been doing programs together as beginning nonprofits, just because it's tough when you're first starting. So they've been together and they've put on a whole lot of programs together and just support each other as new nonprofits. So you are not alone. Link up with the community, link up with Facebook groups that have to do with whatever it is, whatever community you are called to, so that you can realize that you're not in it alone and you are linked 
with an entire community that is wanting to change this area as well. So don't try to do it alone. That's the great thing about nonprofit setup and nonprofit structure. Unlike business where you can be like, I'm gonna start a business, it's gonna be me and let's go. And you can be a solopreneur for a very long time, which I was for a while. Nonprofits, that's not even how they're, that's not the structure to even begin. When you first begin, you start with board members. So if you have board members, don't behave as if you don't have board members. Let them know what the things are that you're working on. Ask them, how can they contribute? How can they help? One of the things I love doing um, with one of the boards I serve on, Coburn Place, actually, shout out to Coburn Place. One of the things we do every board meeting is we talk about how we have, what we have done for the organization between the last board meeting. That's how it starts. And I absolutely love that. I absolutely love that because everyone who serves on that board and everyone who serves on your board serves for a reason. So it just puts at the top of mind of what are you doing to serve the organization? You know, what have you done in the last month or two months? And it just makes them focus on why they're there and making sure that they're utilizing their time and utilizing their energy and putting something towards the mission. So just remember you're not alone. And finally, guys, the reason for this episode and the reason that um, one of my mindsets and one of my whys on working through, even when, you know, one of the biggest things is my my fumbling of words, y'all. I be fumbling. <laughs> for real like especially on those lives when I did that for three and a half years oh my goodness and I'm clapping right now we're on a podcast yeah (laughs) the reason is because I have we have one little one that's still under the age of 18 I know so many of my nonprofits that have three four five children that are going to school and starting a nonprofit and have a full-time job. We do this full-time. Me and my husband and a team of individuals do this full-time. So what I realized that really drove me when it came to powering through, even though stuff may be going on and stuff may not be lining up perfectly, is that if I think that my little stuff and the things that I have going on, if those things are gonna stop me from impacting my community and stop me from being that flick and that little switch that goes off in you to be able to really impact your community or start your nonprofit and really serve that area so that we can see the results that we can do. If those things stop me, why would I think that someone who's doing a full-time job, who's in school, who's also has several other businesses, who has three or four children and all these things going on. How can I expect you to be motivated to continue and to push forward? So I got to find a way to push forward because I want every single person that's starting their nonprofit and impacting their community to know that life don't have to be perfect. If you've been living in these last two years, then you have had a moment where you have gone through something or where you have felt like, you know what? I don't feel like it today. Um, You know, everyone has had those moments. And I want you to know that even with that, again, shout out to Kat. She talks about this all the time. You can build a business. You can build a nonprofit with anxiety. You can build a nonprofit with depression. You can build a nonprofit while going through divorce. You can build a nonprofit while co-parenting. You can build a nonprofit while working on your marriage. You can build a nonprofit while working with your children that's not acting like they're supposed to be acting right now. (laughs) You know, none of that stuff has to stop you. And I will also say that everybody that I've seen who has done something great, when I pulled that curtain back, sometimes I'd be like, "Woo!" 
<laughs> they got a lot going on. But bravo, bravo, because they are still pushing through. Y'all, this was an amazing 10th episode. I will see you all next week. And remember, if you are not on our mailing list, go on clarkandclark.org to join and you'll make sure that you're getting all the updates when all the podcasts come out. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us and I will see you all or hear you all. (laughs) Y'all will hear me in the next podcast.